The warmest of greetings to you, and welcome to Happily Ever Teaching. This is the podcast to help you enthrall your learners in every subject under the sun using the best teaching method known to science: storytelling. To do this, we feature special guest educators who are passionately keen for your children to become amazing and successful human beings. I am storyteller Chip Cahoon, and with me today is hi, I'm Rob. I teach a key stage two class just outside Milton Keynes, and I've worked throughout all the key stages. Hi, I'm Helen. I also teach just outside Milton Keynes, and I'm currently teaching reception in Year One. And today we are exploring learning outcomes in physical education and computing with a witty folk tale found all around the world, adapted by us to be set in medieval England. You can listen to the story by downloading our sister podcast, Fables and Fairy Tales, or search our website, epictales.co.uk, for the Dragon's Heart. There you'll find a video of me telling the story that you can share with your children. And if you sign up as an epic educator, you'll also get a copy as an ebook or paperback illustrated by the magnificent Mario Coelho, as well as the full audiobook for you to download at any time. There are even some tips for telling the story yourself, and a whole heap of resources to go with the lesson ideas we're about to discuss, including any extra lesson ideas that we don't have time to fit into this podcast. Right now, though, let's continue our discussion with Rob and Helen, Sir Fullerdred and the U Dragon here. And we don't often get to talk about computing. We um, don't. It's also it's um, <laughs> probably less often that people would think about um, computing right next to sh- the age of chivalry. So, um, Rob, please do uh, tell us how you have discovered some computing for ages seven to eleven in this story. I, I've discovered some computing kind of linked to some of the other ideas I've had throughout the week, thinking about the route that Sir Fulladred takes, um, mm. particularly with the board game you're looking at the route. But also you could plan or you could write the code for either your Scratch character or your Bbot yeah. or any other computing or coding thing that you've got to mm. plot. For creating an algorithm. Yeah, for... yeah. to, to yeah. plot the route that it's going to take creating your algorithm but then I would also set the challenge of asking my children especially if they're older say 10 to 11 year olds if you're going through the the sections of the route which are trickier if you want to go quicker how are you going to get your bot to move more quickly um, oh, okay so I know for example my class recently we've been um, exploring one of the lego computing packages and it's got variable speeds that you can attach to the the motor that's included with it. Hmm. It's a bit trickier with a B-Bot, but you could say, okay, well, as we're going across the squelchy, icy cold river, I want to move quicker so that I'm not, I don't have as much on me. I'm not in for as long. So you'd have to hmm. program yep. your bot to move more quickly. If you are using a B-Bot, it would be a great opportunity to use a map that may have been created by one of your colleagues or by your class <laughs> to um, give your, your B-Bot a route to follow. So, yeah, I think it would be a really good opportunity just to have a go at creating your your code, your algorithm for how to get from, from the castle to the the dragon's home. Hmm. And then you could, do, you could do the return journey avoiding those things. Can you plot the route avoiding the parts where you got stuck or sanded or covered in sharp 
tiny grass. Yeah, I was going to say because if you if you're plotting a journey to sort of replicate Sir Philodred's story, then presumably you'd you'd actually program him to be travelling slower through, say, the muddy areas, so that that's where it slows down. Is that is that what you meant? Yeah, yeah. But so yeah. you could replicate it, but then you could say, okay, we're going to try the journey again, but we're going to get to the river, and you're thinking, oh, I've got to the river. I can tell it's cold. I want to move through this quickly. Mm. All right, I see. To spend yeah. less time in it. I was thinking you've got the opportunity to have a bit of a, a test here and see whether it would have been quicker to go through all of those patches where you know you're having to travel slower but it's more direct or whether you are able to go faster but the journey is longer yeah yep the the computations are endless <laughs> <laughs> this is um it's a really good activity you could do with the early years as well the one that rob's just described with using bbots to to plot a route for syphil dread um something i quite often do because we have Bebop mats at school, but it's very easy to create your own one with the squares the right size. And I quite often do that with different topics and in this case, different stories, um, just create a map with the children of where all the different features that he he walked through or squelched through or dragged his feet through mm-hmm. are. Yeah, so do that with early years as well. Fantastic. And, and that means as well that you're starting to bring in some different subjects of course your geography and your dt and we've sort of looked in the the history about creating coats of arms and in the the dt for creating hobby horses and i thought one obvious link from that to the physical education which is another subject we maybe don't cover on this podcast as often as we should um would be to um saddle up your hobby horses grab hold of your coats of arms and uh, go on on the joust we briefly touched upon it didn't we but have, have you guys ever tried contactless jousting never i no. <laughs> i'm looking forward to hearing about it <laughs> <laughs> It's it's as simple as putting a rag in your pocket, usually the pocket that is closest to the person who you are charging against. And literally what the only rule that you've got is that you have to keep on going forwards. You can't go back. So um you basically then charge at each other <laughs> and the job is to try and whip the cloth out of the other person's pocket without losing your own. And like I say, you can't go backwards. So once once you've gone past them. So that's, that's it, it. if you don't have the cloth then um you've lost and, and maybe I love this maybe, idea maybe both people come away with their cloths maybe um both people fall off their horses symbolized by the cloth coming out their pocket so there are all sorts of ways you can then go on from there you know whether to, to give it another round or to do what they would have done in proper jousting and and give them uh, inflatable swords or something yeah. to continue the battle <laughs> uh gonna gonna leave that up to you to design really would, would you use um, space hoppers as well chip you can also do it on space hoppers yeah i haven't done that myself because <laughs> they're, they're harder for me to cut around than hobby horses but um yeah <laughs> certainly uh, I, I don't know how easy space hoppers are to make either uh, uh, but yeah plenty of opportunity for it i'm definitely going to do that next time next time i have a class that's <laughs> that's being knights and creating hobby horses we're definitely going to do contactless jousting it sounds fantastic so a good way to practice your attacking and defending skills yes, yes. You know, put alongside the um, banquet uh, that you were talking about when we were looking at the Huff McTuff story, or e- even the oh. Lindworm story from just a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, plenty of opportunities to turn your classroom into a medieval court. What was the uh, activity that you had for your four to seven year old? So thinking of PE. Slightly bizarre. 
Um, but I just had this image in my head. I was looking at the different subjects and the, the story and and this image in my head came up of those races that people do, those tough mudder races. Mm. You know, I had just had this image of Sir Fuller Dread going through all of these obstacles and getting a t- in a terrible mess. So I just thought of t- a tough mudder race, obviously not an actual, like at the actual level that people do it, just create, <laughs> creating with your children, almost like a cross country type run with obstacles for them to do crawling under things climbing over things going in and out of different different obstacles mm. that would just bring in a range of PE skills it would be a lot of fun as well and you it's something you could do with the old years as well you could just uh, make theirs more more challenging yeah I mean I, I have to admit this is very similar to a program that Epic Tales is designing at the moment for oh. schools um, which is to basically create an obstacle course but do it within the context of a story (laughs) so you're you're sending children out on this adventure as you are telling the story okay um, and giving them all sorts of fitness activities to do which match up with the kind of obstacles that the characters are coming up against i mean it it is something that you do automatically with something like we're going on a bear hunt you know you get children to to stand up and start imagining what it's like to be trudging through the tall grass or whatever and and it's something that we do in the video for this story as well we get the children to really think about you know pushing the the branches aside and and feeling the heat as they're going across the sand and those sorts of things so it's just kind of taking that sort of element but doing it in your gym I'd imagine um, on a larger space where you can actually go for a run and you can actually spread out and and travel as you are doing those movements yeah Uh, so a really fun way of keeping fit yeah That's sadly all we have time for in this episode, folks. If you'd like to talk to us about anything you've heard in this podcast, or if there's a subject you're soon to teach that you'd like us to cover, you can find us on social media using at Teach Happily, or leave us a review using your favourite podcast app. Please also share this podcast with your colleagues and help us start a story-led revolution in classrooms around the world so children everywhere can learn in a way that's effective, memorable, and enjoyable all at the same time. Tomorrow, Sir Fulladred and the U-Dragon will help us teach art. But right now, it only remains for us to say cheerio, and we hope to hear your story soon. So, cheerio, and we hope to hear your story soon. soon.